Hello again, everybody, and War Eagle. Welcome back to the Plainsman Podcast. Uh, today we are going to talk about a rough week for Auburn basketball. We're going to dive into the NFL a little bit with the uh, playoffs coming to a close and talk a little bit of NBA. And then we'll have our overtime segment at the end that could completely come off the rails. We'll see. Um, let's go ahead and start with Auburn, like we usually do. Um, two two losses this week that were, I'm not going to say inexcusable, but certainly I would say a little shocking that we dropped both of them. Wouldn't you all agree? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect to lose to Texas A&M. I knew West Virginia was going to be a hard win just because of their size, but uh, Texas A&M was surprising. Yeah, and the thing about Texas A&M is we never really were in the game. Like, they led start to finish, and and we never could get over that hump of that 10-point lead. You know, every so time – West Virginia, really, pretty much. I mean, we did break it down. Until the end, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I told you all yesterday midway through the game that West Virginia game was feeling a lot like Wednesday night when we couldn't get, you know, really into the single digits, you know, cutting the deficit down. And I don't know, it was uh, – it's very frustrating when you're you're down and you're trying to make a run and you get you get a stop or you get two stops in a row and then you come down on the other end and you can't hit the big shot or you turn it over and that is exactly what happened all first half yesterday. Now the second half was a completely different story and you know we were ragging on KD real hard the first half but he turned it on in the second half. It was just too little too late. Yeah, but you can't you can't show up in the second half and expect the blame to be just you know wiped away because KD's played terrible this year. Yeah, all year it wasn't just I mean, the first half. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like, I mean, it's just been a roller coaster of a year. I mean, we've been good at times. Our defense has won us some ball games, you know, but we we our offense is very very inconsistent. And when it comes to needing a guy, Wendell's. Also, you know, streaky, and we just – we are not a a good foundation basketball team. We just – we're just not. We don't have guys that can – the only – our most consistent two two plays is Broom in the post and Jalen Skyhook. That's literally the only two that we can count on every time down the floor. Yeah. And I don't know. We did get Chris Moore back yesterday, which was, you know, it took a little while for him to get back in the flow of things, it looked like. But maybe that'll maybe that'll help. Um, Leor had a couple of points off of off of some open shots. Um, he got a lot of Chris's minutes while he was out. But, Brett, you said yesterday that it reminded you a lot of the Sharif team, and I think that that is a very good comparison. Um, kind of explain what you meant by that. Uh, I think when Sharif was there, it just seemed like we would go through these points where we had offensive lows, and that's just kind of what this team is doing. Like, we can go on runs. Um, the second half proved that. We can play with, I think, anybody if we're playing to our full potential. But we, I mean, it's been very rare this year that we've put a complete game together. And Storm said yesterday, he hit it on the head. He was like, you can't expect to win ball games and have a, a first half like we did. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to put together a complete game, and if you don't, the outcome is a loss. We looked really good in the second half, and if we could do that in both halves, it would be a completely different ball game. Yeah. Yeah, that's two games in a row also that we've given somebody their career high. So, um, you know, it just it feels like 
I saw that was kind of the big thing yesterday on Twitter. It was like, why is it that when everybody plays us, you know, they're nobody just decides they're somebody. And I don't know if that's a lack of defense or like a lot of that guy's shots yesterday weren't horribly defended. I mean, it was just they went in, you know. Yeah, that and, dude was just on. He I mean, miss. he was taking turnaround turnaround threes in the corner, like over the backboard that were going, and you're like, "There's nothing you can do about that." It just reminds you a lot of like what Jared and Bryce used to do to teams. Yeah, like, when they're on, they're on, and yeah. you can't do anything about it. It doesn't matter if you're in their face. Yeah, that's true. And like another thing is like we don't have other than Zep, like a guy who can just shut somebody down. Like last year, we had two guys. Jabari could guard one through five. And if you were a four or five, you were in trouble with Kessler. But, like, we don't have anybody that can just lock up a guy this year. And and because, and because Zepp can't just do that because of his size. But, like, I mean, KD played good D in the second half, but it shouldn't have taken this guy having 20 points in the first to realize that we need to lock this guy up. I mean, it's just crazy, man. I think KD's problem is he's just so out of control, like, he'll go running after a ball and just get beat because he's so out of control when he finally does get there. All the dude has to do is pivot step, and he's out of the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or he'll run into the guy and pick up a stupid foul 80 feet from the basket. And don't get me started on offense because it's in his head. I mean, if he's got the basketball on the three, he's going to shoot it because he's been told, shoot or shoot. But, dude. He's not a shooter. (laughs) I mean, when you're three for 24, no, you're not a shooter. I mean, he hit a one yesterday, but that doesn't mean we're back. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. When he doesn't do that, he drives a lane and usually tries to draw a foul, which works this it year work about 20% of the time. Exactly. It's yeah. terrible. Because they know him. Yeah. I mean, it's like last year he was getting it, but like this year is a different ball game. We're not even talking about Flan, but dude – he, I don't want to. I know. I don't. I really don't either. But all y'all need to know, if you haven't been watching, is that he's back to his old self, yeah. and it's the self that everybody hates. Yeah. It's he, so weird because he like showed. There was a few games there where he like we thought that he was good. We thought he was back to his original player where he could make plays and be uh, be dependable. And it was like these past two games, he's been making these stupidest mistakes, and it's just so costly. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes me believe that we were on to something last year where he did not like that Jabari was the guy. Oh, I because this agree. year he is he tries to be the guy in certain situations only to prove that he, in fact, is not that guy. Yeah, He just is not that guy on offense. So I have kind of a hot take. I think Jalen's got to be our guy. Like Jalen's got to be our guy. He should be, but Jalen, no, here's why I like Jalen. He sticks to what he can do and what he does. And he doesn't force things, and he doesn't make people give him the ball and clear everybody out. Like, Jalen runs the sets. When they call a set, he he usually executes plays. I mean, his three that didn't go in late yesterday, it is what it is, man. Yeah, Shots drop and shots don't drop. He hit his first one. And I'm glad that Bruce went to Jalen on that last second shot because yeah. he hit the first one, and that's your guy. But I don't know. I mean, I agree with you, though. It's, I don't think it's a hot take. Jalen's the leader of this team. Let him lead. Yep. But, you know, you have to give credit to West Virginia, too. I mean, it's easy when, when you're not a ranked team and you've got a ranked team that's coming on hot like we were to completely choke. And they tried. <laughs> they tried to choke there at the end. You know, making free throws, I always when, – when I look at a game, a close game especially – 
I'll look at free throws and say if you just make in in Auburn's case, if you make three of the eight, ten, however many free throws you miss, it's a different game. West Virginia can't say that because they missed three like the whole game out of twenty-five. So but they were all at the end. And that's what I was saying about, you know, still closing the game out. They they still had to close it out, even though Auburn was coming on strong. And, you know, we talked about it before tip-off yesterday, how big West Virginia was. We knew we were in trouble, and we needed a big game from Broom. And he had 15-7, and seven, but all his 15 came in the second half when, guess what, we outscored him by 13 points. Um, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, you can't go in half down 16 points and expect to win. So, I mean, we did that. We've done that a few times in the past. You know, I think it was that 2019 team. We we had six or seven comebacks from 15 or more. But that's when you got shooters. You know, you're never out of a game when you got shooters. But when you don't and you have to rely on two-point baskets and 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 one, you know, threes, it's – you don't climb back into games when you're down that many. So, uh, we get Georgia at home this week, kind of turn the page and, and get back at home. You know, A&M ended our win streak Wednesday night. Love that. Typical Auburn fashion. We get it for one day and throw it away. Um, I hate records like that that are always brought up. It seems like as soon as they're brought up, they're going to yeah, be broken. Like, yeah. Who, what was the last one? It was the Carlson brothers. Carlson, yep. 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 We Carlson had the, the longest streak of uh, extra points made. We got it and then missed an extra point in the same game. It was the very next kick yeah. after we broke yeah, it. Yeah, against Arkansas. So, yeah, I mean, that's just that's Auburn being Auburn. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, and people wonder why we came up with a slogan called Jabba. Yeah, I mean, that's why. That's why. But let's, uh, let's look at the rest of the SEC Big 12 Challenge yesterday. It did not go well for the home team. Um, Bama got smoked, which, you know. When it comes to this SEC Big 12 thing, I have a lot of teams I'm neutral on. But I'll always pull against the teams that I hate. I don't care what conference we're playing. And Alabama's one of those. So to see Oklahoma curb stomp them yesterday was fun. Put up 93 on them, too. I mean, just embarrassed them. So that was a 24-point blowout for the Big 12. Um, Tennessee was the only top 10 ranked uh, ranked game yesterday. Tennessee held serving that one and beat Texas. Uh, Kansas State beat Florida pretty good. Kansas beat Kentucky in a good game last night. And then the the teams that we did not expect to win from the SEC are the teams that won. Uh, Mississippi State knocked off number 11, TCU, and Missouri knocked off number 12, Iowa State. So that was the three the three wins that we got was Tennessee, Mississippi State, and Missouri, and all the rest of us got absolutely beat our brains out. Uh, Arkansas lost a three-point game to Baylor, and then there were a couple in-conference games last night, but <clears> – <throat> But, yeah, so Big 12 absolutely dominated yesterday and took it 7-3. to three. Uh, Big 12 the best conference in basketball? I'd say so. Better than ACC? ACC's down this year. Yeah, Duke, Duke yes. ain't nothing. Carolina ain't anything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'd be, be good with saying Big 12 is the best conference right now. Pac-12, eh. I mean, Big 10 just because of Purdue. But yeah. I mean, they don't. I, as far as deep, yeah. I wouldn't. I would say big, probably Big Twelve. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, we get Georgia at home Wednesday night at six o'clock. Um, that'll be a revenge game because Georgia beat us earlier at Georgia. So we'll get 
get our chance to avenge that game. And then who do we play Saturday? Is it? It's not Bama, is it? No, we play them the 11th. Okay. It might be Tennessee. Yeah, I think it – well, yeah, it's Tennessee. Yeah, so it's we've got a tough ten, stretch. It's in Tennessee. At Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a tough, tough stretch coming up, boys. I'm just telling you. It's Georgia, Tennessee at, – or at Tennessee at A&M. Bama at home, Missouri at Vandy, Ole Miss, Kentucky, Bama, Tennessee. That is brutal. I mean, you got to win six or seven of those probably to make the tournament. So, question: Tennessee's ranked number four. Mm-hmm. They won against t- number ten Texas. Do you mm-hmm. think they jump Bama this week and go up to two? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Also, you think they just swap spots? No, Bama's going to fall more than two spots. Yeah, they got embarrassed. They did. If they lose a close game, I could see them not dropping but one or two spots. But a lot of teams behind them won. You know, so. I can see Bama dropping to six, seven, eight. That we're not going to jump past. You just said we need to win six or seven of those to get in the tournament. Oh, I believe we do. We were a quad one win for West Virginia yesterday. I agree. Yesterday we were, but if we're we, not going to miss the tournament, if we, if like you said, we need to win six or seven of those games. Okay, hold on. What's our record right now? Uh, we were fifteen. We're sixteen and five. Yeah, sixteen and five. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just saying. We need to get to 21 wins. Would you say that? That's five. That's five wins. Yeah, and I think, yeah, we'll get five wins over the next. Over from from Georgia to the end of the season, we'll get more than five wins. I mean, I know we've struggled the last two games, but I'm just, I just was not going to let. I'm looking at need, the schedule. We need five or six wins to get in the tournament. Like, we're going to get left out. I'm telling you right now, I do not see five wins that I'm guaranteeing on this schedule. I just get always down. <laughs> I see four. I don't know that I see five either that I can guarantee, and I don't I know that I can guarantee four. But the thing is, guys, is like A and M is not a great basketball team. No, but they beat us at home. Now we got to go out there. I know, but again, A and M. It's not like A and M's. You know, just because it's an away game doesn't mean that A and M's. You know, house is going to be rocking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like A and M just shot the lights out the other night. Don't expect A and M to shoot just shoot the lights out again. Just like Georgia, Georgia beat us and they caught us on a bad night. But don't don't expect Georgia to come into our house Wednesday and. and I'm do not. Something. I'm not. I expect to win Wednesday night. I mean, but after that, I don't see many that I'm just confident. I understand that at Alabama, Vandy maybe. I'm not saying maybe we win. I'm saying, like, maybe I can guarantee that one. The Auburn-Alabama game at home, I mean, that's going to be one of the biggest games of Bruce's tenure there. One of. I'm not saying it's the biggest. But Alabama is probably the best team they've had in a a long time. And the jungle is the jungle. So, that one's going to be a crazy game. Are you confident in guaranteeing a win? Not guaranteeing a win, no. That's what I'm talking about when I'm but, looking at these. Okay, but how many more games do we have? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got to go five hundred. <laughs> we you got say it. that's ridiculous. I'm saying that we're going to go five hundred to finish the season, at least. <laughs> two of those games are number four Tennessee, and two of those games are number two Alabama. And the, and one of the others is at Kentucky. Yeah, I'm aware of that. But Kentucky also not Kentucky, Kentucky. Okay, that's they, fair. I'll give you that. I, I mean. 
but they played they played Kansas to the and end. And I last also night. understand that Auburn's not Auburn, right? But I just cannot see a world where Auburn just don't make the tournament. Okay. And we were a quad one win in late January. If we don't make the tournament in March, bad things have happened. Yeah, I agree. I'm just telling you that it's not out of the realm of possibility, in my opinion. That's, we go that's to the NIT. I'm, I'm, we're down bad. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But all right, I'm, I'm good. All right, Brett, you got anything else to add? No. No. All right. Well, let's move on to NFL. It is Championship Sunday as we record right now. Marks, you got the game. What's the score? Uh, three nothing, maybe. If he didn't miss that, he, he made it. So Kansas City's up three nothing as we speak. Um, San Francisco got eliminated earlier today by Philadelphia. The it's a tough it's a tough way to go out if you're San Francisco. You're already on your third string quarterback. He gets hurt on the first offensive drive of the game for you. So now you're on your fourth string quarterback who gets concussed later in the game. So you have to go back to your third-string quarterback who literally can't throw the ball across the line of scrimmage with a hurt elbow. Um, Not to mention you had a couple of guys on your defense get banged up. I think Philly wins that game anyway. They do. But, I mean, if you're San Francisco, you feel like you never had a chance. If you're the fan of San Fran, you just go, what could have been? What could have been? Yeah, I mean – I was listening to the 49ers broadcast on the way over here on Sirius, and they were just like, they were down bad. <laughs> you could hear the pain in their voice. You know, they were talking about every penalty that had given Philadelphia a first down. And, you know, it was just, I mean, they were hurting. I, I could hear it in their voice. But it just is what it is. Uh, I will always be grateful for San Francisco knocking Dallas out last week. So nobody can ever take that from them. Marks, you, <laughs> you like Dallas. I just no. It's just the hatred for Dallas that you have is kind of weird to me. It's like why? A, I don't know. I, I don't know why you hate them so bad. I just do. I know that's what I'm saying. I just hate. I hate their fan base. I know that's my point. <laughs> so thanks for like they've never been good in your lifetime. I know that's the thing. So they why, think they are though. No, every, I mean, every year is their year. So is it fair to say you hate the fans more than you do the franchise? Um, because the fans are the ones that do that. I don't know because I hate the franchise too. I hate Jerry Jones just because of all his money and he thinks he's richer than God. And He is. Well, maybe. Um, no, I mean, Romo, they're just – they're so easy to hate. Okay. They are. You either love them or hate them, and I hate I them. Well, no, that's not true because I don't love them, but I also don't hate them. So, I mean, I was pulling for them because I thought they had a good team and – and, and not to mention, I mean, I didn't want to see – like, obviously I can't see the future and know that Purdy was going to get hurt today, but I didn't want them to get, you know, blown out by the Eagles today because of a quarterback situation either. And I thought Dallas had – I mean, so I just want to say this. I think usually you don't always get this, but this year you got the four best teams in football mm-hmm. in the Final Four. Like, I agree. The, the four teams left are the four best teams in football. Maybe Buffalo. I was about to say, Josh Allen's but not even in that. Cincinnati beat them, you know, on the field. So, yeah. I guess Pretty handily. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you I, can't have Cincinnati in there and Buffalo just because right. of the way it was laid out. So, right. Yeah. Just but, by elimination. Yeah, I just think that, you know, and that's why I can't argue that Dallas is better than San Francisco. It's just they're healthier, and I think they probably would have played better than a 31-7. Yeah. But, it's cool. I mean, 
I think San Francisco would have played better than 31-7 if Brock wouldn't have got hurt. That's the biggest thing there. Yeah, It was early. It was the first drive of the game. Yeah. So It was 7-7 to at one point, right? Yeah. And then. It was 14-7 to right before half when their fourth string muffed muffed a snap. Philly fell on it and scored, and it was 21-7, and that was your ball game. I mean, you knew right then they were done. But that's why they say you don't have to win the game for him, just don't lose it for yeah. him. Yeah. And he definitely lost it in that moment. Yeah. But I agree. You can't be asking four string quarterbacks to win you a, a NFC championship game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, if San Francisco keeps everybody that they have, they'll be back next year. They'll be better. They're loaded. Yeah. yeah. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. So All right. So let's talk about the game that's not over. Uh Kansas City and Cincinnati. Who y'all got in this one? I got since Joe's been living on his back though. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so I think we're all pulling for uh, Cincinnati. Yes, and I'm a little bit shocked that Kansas City's dominating like they are. Mahomes um, is on a bad ankle, and then got word today that Kelsey might not even play. He's playing. Is he playing? Okay, I wasn't. I hadn't been watching it. But. If it's true that he's never missed a game in nine years, dude, Iron Man Award, like. <laughs> What are we I doing? didn't know that. But then that. when you hear that, that, you're like, well, actually, I've never not seen him play. <laughs> like, I mean, it could be true. But, I mean, that would make me want to step on the field today if for nothing else, if I've never missed a game. Yeah. Coach, so. put me in for one snap. Just let me play. <laughs> let, let me start, start. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Kansas City at home, you know, Joe Burrow is 3-0 and there. I think it's definitely an interesting matchup. And like you said earlier, I think it's the two best teams in the AFC. So, I think we're going to have a good Super Bowl either way. We talked oh, about yeah. that last time, you know, no matter who it is. The Eagles are the best team, though. You I think mean, the Eagles beat either one of these two? Yeah, I really do. Ooh. I just think, dude, what Jalen's doing right now, it's not just Jalen, but what he's doing with the offense and the defense has just looked really good. I'd be shocked if the Eagles didn't win at all. The Eagles' offensive line impressed me today. Dude, they're loaded. I mean, the defensive line for San Francisco is one of the best in the league, and they threw them around like ragdolls. Travis Kelty's brother probably could go down as one of the top three best O-linemen ever. Jason, isn't it? Yes. Is it Jason? Yes. Yeah. He's He is a center who pulls like a guard. Yeah. For for those of who you who don't know, <laughs> the ability to be able to snap the ball and as you snap the ball, pull – unheard of like it happens i'm not saying it like it's impossible or nobody else can do it it's just he does it so well it's like it stands out yeah yeah yeah. you don't think of a worse scenario for joe burrow though you go to -to back-to-back super bowls if they win tonight and then you lose again yeah in the super bowl yeah who did he lose to last year rams yeah they were yeah, yeah, they, they sold out for one year. Yeah. <laughs> they they paid for it this year, too, because yeah. yeah. they were awful. If, they, if they Joe goes, I have to pull year. for Joe, though. Oh, for sure. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I but, love Jalen, but I want to see Joe win one. I if, do, too. Now, if, um, if Patty makes it, I'm pulling for the Eagles. Really? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. It, the Chiefs are a spitting image of the Warriors. Yeah. 100%. I'm good with when that. When they got up. Everybody was like, Jumped okay, all right, I like this. And then after a while, it's like, all right, we're done with y'all. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see somebody else win. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Patrick Mahomes, but his voice is <laughs> maybe the most annoying thing I've ever heard. I love it to makes hear me, reasons people don't like other people. It makes me not want to like him just because he sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I don't like Jimbo because of his scruffy. Yeah. Because he don't shave. That five o'clock yeah. shadow. Like that. I mean, it's crazy why people like don't like 
other people. <laughs> but like, yeah, every time I see him and I'm like, dude, you couldn't shave this morning? Or maybe he did. That's that's the point yeah. of a five then o'clock shadow. Then he needs shadow. a doctor. <laughs> he needs, because that's a bear oh or something. Oh my gosh, that's funny. So. All right, uh, so we're both we're all three riding with Cincinnati to win this one, and we'll be pulling for them if they do. And if not, we all agree we're pulling for the Eagles. Yep. All right, well, I'm good with that. Um, let's move on to NBA. Marcus, we'll talk a little bit about what happened last night. I know you're saving saving a little bit of this for the end, but you believe that LeBron got hosed? But he didn't get hosed. He got derailed on the way to a game-winning bucket. And we had this conversation earlier. People want to know, why do you act like that? Like he's a little crybaby on the ground. Like, dude, the Lakers have been struggling so bad this year. AD is – I could literally punch Peyton, (laughs) and he would be back. My 10-day-old. He would be back before AD. Jeez. and, And be healthy. I wish you wouldn't do that. You got it. AD is the most fragile NBA player I've ever seen in my life. I'll give you that. D-Rose. And, well, D-Rose is different. D-Rose actually was tearing ACLs and stuff. <laughs> AD gets out there and tweaks an ankle and he's out for six weeks, only to come back and jam a finger, which puts him out two more weeks. Like, like it's not like, man, that sucks. He tore his ACL. Yeah, then tough luck. Right, and then he tore his Achilles. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're breaking fingernails. <laughs> And, like, that's LeBron's – like, that's the guy LeBron should be leaning on. Meanwhile, he's leaning on Pat Bev and Russell, who Russell's at the end of his career, if he's smart. And so, last night was a big deal for people who want to call this guy crybaby and why he act like that at the end of the game, blah, 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 blah. They were playing the best team in the NBA, arguably. He has a chance to win the game with a last-second layup, much like he did with the Pacers against the – you know, when he was in Miami. It was a very similar play. He gets to the rack. He, As he's going up, you see the ball just stop moving. <laughs> the momentum of the ball just stops. And we just disregard the fact that Jason Tatum just ripped this man's arm off. No call. We're going to overtime. Okay, let me stop you right there. We're going to overtime. That layup didn't lose a game. Oh, it did. He still could have won oh, in overtime. Whip. That was a wide-open layup, by the way. Yeah. Jason Tatum came from behind. Yeah. You had the game won. It was over. It was a botched call. And what makes it worse, because obviously they went into overtime, they lost, whatever. The thing that makes it worse is the NBA wakes up this morning and thinks it's a good idea to come out and, quote-unquote, we admit that this happened and we are sorry. It's a gut punch. What are we doing? <laughs> Let, let me let me put another scenario out there. What if they call the foul, he goes to the line and misses two? We will never know. And I'm guaranteeing you right now that the best player to ever play the sport doesn't miss both free throws with a game on the line. <sighs> Hated. <laughs> I don't like it. Why would you say that? He would not miss both shots. <laughs> to get you fired up. Well, it... It, so what fires easy. me up is that the NFL is smart enough to say, you know what, that pass interference call literally cost 
It was the Saints. I know it was Saints. the Saints. Saints and Rams. Yeah, Literally cost the Saints a, a possibility at a Super Bowl. So we're going to change the rule of replay. And we can't change a rule of replay to say, hey, if it's that significant of a miss, we can look at it and say, hey, that was a foul. Okay, but you want them to do that overnight? Because this just happened yesterday. I'm, well, it should be a rule anyway. That's what I'm saying. And now we should yeah, but, make a rule. But okay. that, that didn't change in the NFL until that happened, and it happened months afterwards in the offseason. So, let's yeah, if it happens in the offseason, that's fine. But something's got to change. Okay, so they, they have changed it to where you can challenge fouls in the NBA, but not within not in the last two minutes. Is that right? Perfect. Yeah. Because when it when it matters the most, we, why would we want to challenge late in the game? You know, if it's tied in the game winning shots a foul, yeah. you don't get. To, yeah. Okay. Smart. Yeah. 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 Love that for me, NBA. Y'all are the team. Y'all are the organization or the uh, the league. Y'all are the league that I've said for years is head and shoulders above everybody else. Like everybody agrees usually that Adam Silver and the NBA they're all right. They do. They get everything right most of the time. But the fact that all you do is wake up and apologize for that that kind of call, Jesus Christ. I'm done. If okay. Barstool didn't hurt, hate LeBron so much, they would come out with shirts this week that have a clown nose on Adam Silver now, like they did Goodell. <laughs> all right. I did turn my TV off when LeBron was – Acting a full on throwing the floor. a tantrum. You, so did, that, you didn't want Blake so that to Blake see it. Didn't see it and get I, any ideas. That's I'm how she you. should be acting. I'm with you. I agree. So you didn't? Did you stay? Did you stay tuned long enough to see the replay? Because that was it in real time. If I was watching in real time, I would say, 50, okay, 50. that's an overreaction. Yeah. I get it. But when you replay that and you see how blatant it was that he knocked his forearm off the, the ball, ball yeah. together. And the ref standing right there, I would have acted the same way. I would have punched him. <laughs> I would have acted way worse than LeBron. So let's get that. Like, he could not believe it. I would almost be more okay with him staying on his feet and going over there and arguing with the ref. Maybe even getting in a physical altercation. <laughs> but getting on your knees like you're a little baby. <laughs> Beep. Like you're a little baby is what gets me about it was just well it's just and that's the first time i've ever seen him do that but he does whine all i would say though is like i would no i disagree i would rather you just like you know what just i can't believe this like that was the mode it had to have been the mode of i can't believe this this you know not to mention you almost beat the you know they're like i don't i told mason this today i think they're 15 and 23 this year and you had and you almost beat one of the best teams in the nba and you got hosed that's, that's why he acted the way he did. It's the Celt- It's also Lakers Celtics. Yeah, that's another big thing. deal. I mean, yeah, it was a hopped up game. So I also don't want to speak by the fact that Pat Bev has the best technical foul in the history of the NBA to come back out with a camera and show the ref that he missed the call. Whose camera did he get? I don't, some, somebody off the sideline. I don't know if it was staff or. Probably one of the photographers. Yeah, seriously. but he got the camera and went and showed the, and the, the ref was having was probably none. like, "Hey Pat, you want to see this? Look and at he this." Was like, "Can I see this person?" <laughs> I mean, and the ref was having none of it. He didn't even look oh, at yeah. it. it. He went right for the you whistle. Why he didn't look? Because he, he knew. knew. He knew. <clears throat> yeah. But that was that was good to me. But yeah, the uh, Lakers are twenty three and twenty seven. So they played forty games. But 
from what I saw on Laker Twitter this morning, that's like the fourth time that that's happened, where they've had a a call go against them late in the game. Could again now, be why he, you know, maybe now, the referees just wanted to give LeBron more time to add his points so that he can break that record whenever it gets to it. That could be it. That's what I'm going to go with. Marcus, you don't like that? No, they're just probably Kareem fans or something. <laughs> Kareem fans. <laughs> So, what they were saying was those four games are the difference in being in 13th place in the West and being in fourth in the West. Like, Jeez. That, those four games, that's how tight the West is. So, um, yeah, let's just, yeah. At this I point, mean, I'm just going to say anything that I think will get a rise out of Marcus. So, like, this is literally why he said the other day, I guess I'm just going to have to start flopping. Like, I think it was, like, a obviously a joke, but at the same time, it's like – Y'all are missing these things, like, blatantly. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Well, to move on from the Lakers, uh, Memphis, after winning 11 straight, has dropped five straight, come back home today to play the Pacers, and they're down 12 at halftime. So it's not looking good for the sixth game in a row. Um, very frustrating. Lost Steven Adams for a couple of weeks to an injury. Uh, Bain didn't play the other night. We've had two games on national TV against the Lakers and the Warriors, both teams that we are higher than in the standings, and both teams have just outplayed us at the end. Um, the game the other night against the Warriors had me ready to throw my TV in the yard. I looked like a Dallas fan the other night. Um, I mean, just you're up nine with like three minutes left. How do you lose that game? And it wasn't like, you know, Steph and Clay just went crazy. It was guys like Jordan Poole. And, I mean, it was just – I don't know. It was it was frustrating to watch. I know that. But uh, anybody else in the NBA to talk about? We'll talk about the All-Star game. The roster was announced this week. Uh, the East – okay, so Giannis is going to pick – how does this work, Marcus? Because I'm not exactly sure. So, Giannis and LeBron are picking teams. Yes. They, They're going to pick right before the game. Right. They were voted for the – they had the most votes okay. for the All-Star. So, they're the captains or whatever. Okay. So, they just – the way they, it, the way it has it divided is Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Yeah, they don't have to stick to that. Okay. So, okay. So, so is you, this fan vote? Or? It, so, it's way – Three ways. There's player vote, fan vote, and media vote. And so whoever, you know, has the most by that wins. So Giannis was the top vote getter by the players and the fans. And then Jason Tatum was the top vote getter by the media in the East. Now in the West, it was LeBron got first in fan vote and Nikola Jokic got first in player vote and media vote. So fan work, fans the, fans the more heavy yeah has the most weight yeah. So those are your captains. Uh, the starters are Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Zion, who's having a good year this year finally, staying on the court, uh, Jokic, and then of course LeBron. And then in the East, it is Giannis, it's Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, and Donovan Mitchell for Cleveland. Cleveland is very quietly having a very good year. Um, so who's your, who would you take first if you were one of the captains? Who Who's the most important player to have on your team, you think? That's tough. 
if everybody's healthy, yeah, KD, KD, but KD's literally KD won't be playing. Yeah. So. so then I would probably pick who? I'm sorry, who? Who's the West starters? I'm sorry. Well, West starters are LeBron, Jokic, Zion, Steph, and Luca. Oh, Steph or Luca in the West? Yeah, because it's not a defensive game. No, you, you know you don't win the All Star like game. With defense. I'd say Steph just to let him. AD's whatever. also an all-star. First team all injury. Yeah, and that's why Charles said, look, that's why you don't let the fans vote. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best sound clips of the year, too. Look, that show was Shaq and, it's the and best. Charles. It is it's the, my favorite it, sports show yeah. on TV. And I don't even care for the NBA that yeah. much. But they are hilarious. They really are. I love when they get going at each other. Uh-huh. All right, so here's some notable all-stars that you may never have heard of. Laurie Markkinen. No. All-star. Demonis Sabonis. Yes. All-star. Right. Paul George, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Because he plays for the Warriors. Well. He, He's fine. Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. OKC. Young, young Buck in OKC. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Devin Having Booker. a great year. Yeah, he is. Devin Booker. Russell Westbrook's an all-star. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, oh, my God. De'Aaron Fox. You don't know where he played college? I've never heard that name in my life. Kentucky. Kentucky. He was good. How long ago? Uh, about Been a five, while. six years ago. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is below Russell Westbrook, he's and so in, is Clay Thompson. He's in Minnesota. Well, both of those guys haven't had great years. Anthony it, Edwards is a star. Young. Yeah, he's young. He's going to be good. That's the dude from the movie, right? Yes, from Hustle. Um, Paolo is an all-star for the Magic. <laughs> oh, God. Awful. Kyle Kuzma is an all-star for the Wizards. He's had a good year. Jalen Brown, James Harden, Tyrese Halliburton, freaking Halliburton, Trey Young, Lamella Ball, Darius Garland, another Cav, and Jalen Brunson. So those are your East All Stars. Also, Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo, the, the usual. Aaron Gordon said that he'd be in the dunk contest of something. I forgot. I don't know what his thing was, but he said he'd be. He would put his name back in the dunk contest of something. I think it was if he was an All Star. But obviously, yeah. Newsflash, he isn't. I think that there should be more guys participate in the uh, dunk contest. I don't think that that is that high risk of getting injured. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone get injured. I think it's preparation for it. Because you don't just show up and do it. Yeah. I mean, you got to prepare for it. You got to prepare for You got to have at least 10 to 15 dunks in your, in your bag ready. I'm just telling you, we never see the best dunkers. No, you don't. Well, and it's also because people get hosed. Like, Aaron Gordon got hosed that year, straight up. Which year? Who did he lose to? I don't remember. I mean, Zach Levine. Oh, okay. Levine was like a two-time winner at the time. Aaron Gordon hadn't won it before, and they were going neck-to-neck. It was a popularity thing. 50s, literally five, six rounds in a row, and he got hosed. Yeah. Zion will be in it eventually. I want to see Zion. I want to see Ja. I want to see. Yeah. They all need to get together and just do it. Yeah, That'll just just say this is the year we're going to have the best dunk contest. LeBron should have done it. LeBron Eventually. should have done it. He, I mean, he's. I don't think he can yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it used to be. I know. It used to be the best, dude. Because people now, would. I think people are more interested in the three point shootout. Would you? You don't think so? No, because who wants to go get beat by Stephen Clay? I mean, who? But I would rather see Stephen Clay shoot threes than I had some nobody do dunks. 
I mean, I agree. I'm just saying. Who was in the dunk contest last year that was supposed to be so good and he like flopped? Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking of because last year's was the worst ever. It was, was Jalen Green, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. For the he Rockets. Was, yeah, everybody hyped him up and he was just Yeah, he laid terrible. an egg. I don't think he got out of the first round. No, he did not. I couldn't even tell you who won last year. It was that yeah. bad. But, all right. Well, I guess that'll wrap. Cole, he was from the Magic. His dad played. His last name's Cole. That's who won it, I think. Gosh, what's that guy's name? I can see. He's number 50, plays for the Magic. His dad played something Cole Jr. I thought 50 for the Magic was uh, Aaron Gordon. He don't even play there anymore. I'll catch up. Okay. He's at the Nuggets. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. I'm pretty sure he won it. Yeah, I may be wrong, but he was definitely in it. Okay. He busted out his dance jersey or whatever. Oh, yeah. I hate when they do that, too. Use old props or old nostalgia to try to get points. Oh, bro. Blake Griffin. One of the best on contest. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the good ones. Obi Toppin. Ah. He won last year. Played for the Knicks. His younger brother is, is at Kentucky, Kentucky now. I watched him last night. Yep. He beat some dude named Juan Toscano Anderson. That's how bad it was last year. Yeah, that's bad. All right. Well, let's uh, move on and get into our overtime segment. Who wants to go first? I'll be last. Marcus wants to go last. Brett? I don't, I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So. Everybody buckle up. <laughs> Um, this may be a little biased just because this is an Auburn podcast and I do have plenty of Alabama fans around me, but, um, Alabama fans claiming Jalen still is, uh, starting to get under my skin a little bit. Why is that? Because Jalen lost the starting job at Alabama to Tua and then transferred to Oklahoma. That is where he finished his career. Therefore, Jalen is a product of Oklahoma. Bama fans cannot start claiming him now that he is going to the Super Bowl. And they have started claiming him since he was started, you know, made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He started doing well this year. Now, oh, we I, always love Jalen. Oh. Timeout. I will never forget the preseason leading up to the Jalen to a year. That's 17, 18. Oh, yeah. They hated Jalen Hurts so much. Because he had just lost the SEC or lost – that was the year they lost the Iron Bowl to us and won the Natty. So, I guess they didn't lose the, the – they didn't play the SEC. That's yep. what it was. But coming off a national championship, which two have won for them, it w- they could not imagine a scenario where Jalen Hurts was the starting quarterback for them. Yeah, and when he didn't transfer, they were sharpening pitchforks and lighting torches. Yep. That's kind of where I was headed, like – Y'all wanted Jalen's head. Yep. And y'all wanted nothing to do with that dude. Y'all wanted him to transfer. All y'all wanted was Tua, Tua, Tua. Got what you wanted. He went to Oklahoma. He did well at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. Got drafted, and he has put in his time with the Eagles. And now he's showing out and out of the woodworks. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Jalen Hurts jerseys. Boy. Hurts too bad. Taking them off <laughs> of their wall. Out of the, out of the glass case they've kept them in. And just hopping on that train. He is an Oklahoma boy. Thank you. He is not from Alabama. He's a boomer sooner. That would be the equivalent of Florida fans trying to claim 
Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. It's the same scenario. Or Texas Tech claiming Baker Mayfield. Right. Or Patrick Mahomes. Well, I guess he technically was. But. Yep. So or, or like Auburn trying to claim um, the guy who went to Bama. Uh, who had the tattoo on Reuben him. Reuben Foster? Yeah. Jesus. I would when never claim him. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, like, especially in, t- in like modern time, Where guys transfer, leaving, you know, back yeah. and forth. Why is it? Like, it's not like Jalen went to Oklahoma and just didn't play. I mean. He was a starter and got to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. He's an Oklahoma quarterback. I agree. That's my soapbox. Okay. Do you think uh, maybe a 25-point beatdown on the hardwood settled it yesterday? (laughs) Oklahoma said, Jalen's out. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Stay where you're supposed to be. (laughs) Who knew yesterday the basketball game in Norman was for uh, rights to Jalen? We just decided that here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, since Marcus wants to go last, I'm going to give you all a fun fact, and then I want an opinion or a – I'm just going to pose a question. All right. So, you've heard of Heinz 57, like the steak sauce ketchup brand. You got it. There actually aren't 57 varieties of Heinz ketchup. Who knew? Company founder, H.J. Heinz, thought that his product should have a number, and he liked the number 57. Here's the hint. Or the, the little hack. If you, when you're pouring it out, I know, but if you'll tap the 57, it comes out better than if you tap it on, on the bottom trying to get it to flow better. That's true. How'd you know that? I've never I've, heard that. I've seen it. Okay. So my question to y'all is what is a life hack that you have that would be helpful to to our listeners? Something that you may have seen on TikTok or something you figured out on your own. I'll go first. I'll give y'all a little bit to, to think. You're going to take mine, I'm afraid. Go ahead. I probably am. So, when I'm draining hamburger grease, <laughs> we'll take the tin full and just kind of poke it down in the little hole of your sink and set your strainer on top. Drain your grease. Let the tin full catch it. It hardens. You just wad that up and throw it away. You don't have to drain it, put it in a bowl, put it in a jar. Who does that anymore? I don't know. That's always been weird to me. What? Why would you do that? Why would you bottle it up in a mason Well, jar? because it's too hot to just pour right in the trash well, I can. I know that. I'm just saying. Like, people will hold that stuff, though. Until the jar gets full. That's fair, I guess. I mean, everybody don't have a million glass jars laying around. You yeah, just fill one up and... Use another one. So, I would add to that though. Make sure that you make sure that it's it's tight enough to where because I've done that before and there was a hole in the bottom of the oh. tinfoil. Defeats the purpose. It does. You it also was, had it where you're sitting in a sink and somebody didn't know what you were doing with that tinfoil and came and moved it, Brody. Not <laughs> that was the day I was going to say. Like I had to go buy a plunger <laughs> because my sink was stopped up. And then once I finally got it, like I was freaking out a little bit. And then once I finally figured, you know, got everything, I I saw like what to do and stuff. You just run some hot water long enough that you heats get it that up. Stuff. And, yeah. But, um, life hack. Yeah, I kind of wish I, we would have gotten you to ask us this before. I posed that. the question. I yeah, you did. I did not know. You said opinion. Well, I mean, this is like your. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like I don't know anything cool. 
So when you're eating a cupcake. Okay. Oh, God, this is <laughs> You cut the bread on the bottom in half, put it on top of the icing, and you actually have a like a sandwich. Yeah. It's the lot, easiest, lot, cleanest way to yeah, eat a cupcake. A lot less messy, much easier to, to handle. I actually think Marcus might have been the one to show you that. So. I love that journey for me. Hats off. <laughs> this has just been awesome to hear two of my life hacks that I could not think of be told to me as they were mine. That's why I jumped on it when it popped me too. in my head. I was like, that's it? <laughs> that's why I wanted to go first. A life hack for me. Um, dude. I mean... This is controversial, but okay. it's all I can think of right now. I want it to be on the pod. Okay. You can say it's not a life hack, but I'm telling you it's true. Y'all, I know how y'all is, feel about is this. this the guest? <laughs> it's the guest. Oh my <laughs> God. We could have a whole podcast. We're on not this. going to because we're going to listen to Marcus speak. Okay. Can everybody in this room confirm to me that when you fill up your gas tank from empty, the first half of your gas tank has better gas mileage than the last half or even last th- uh, fourth. I would say it feels like it lasts longer. Okay. My life hack would be not to let your gas run all the way down to empty because you get better gas mileage by, by letting it go down three-fourths to a half or a half to a three-fourths. And then fill it up. You get better gas mileage that way and you pay less for gas. Now, I understand y'all's counterclaim that it's the same no matter what you do. But if you agree with me that you get more miles the first three-fourths of your gas tank, then you're not losing the mileage on your last fourth of a tank. But that is nothing but a technology flaw. To where the meter does not work like it's supposed to. Mm. That's great. It's cheaper anyways. It's not cheaper. It's not cheaper. Because if I fill up two times a week to go back and forth to work and I put in $20 of gas two times a week, it's the same as if I fill up one time a week and do $40 of gas. But you're not going... But it's not... uh, a mathematical thing to where if $50 is what it takes to fill up your, your car or whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean that two halves is $25 because if you let it get down, it may be $15 or $20. And that's why I say it's cheaper. And that's just my life hack. Listen to Shaq. I'm going to, no, don't listen to Shaq. Shaq knows. Shaq. No. Chuck knows. Shaq does not know. (laughs) Um, I'll try this this next week and let you know. Because I think the way that you have to do it is see how many miles you get per tank. And then once you go that many miles, that's when you fill up. To, or like if you cut that in half. That's what you do. Then you go half. So And you fill up from half. Yeah. So you have to. So if you're going to do it, let your car get down to as low as possible. Then fill it up. Take that number. Let it get down to. I'd say don't let it get below um, a quarter of a tank, maybe in between a quarter and a half. But see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not even looking at the gauge. I'm looking at the miles that I go. Cut the, so mi- the range go, in half. If I go 400 miles on one tank of gas, at when I get to 200, no matter where that that's needle's fine. at, that's when I'm filling up. Okay. 
and then we'll see if it's a half of what it took to, to. All right. And when we get back on the podcast, we'll know. And I do not know, just so everybody else knows, how this is going to work. Because I, in fact, do not fill up at half a tank. I think only psychopaths do that. I agree. But We work with somebody who does that. But economically, it would be smarter to do that. It would save you gas. That's my... No, it wouldn't. I'm with Brett. I'm with Jack. (laughs) All right, Marcus, your turn. All right, we'll make this quick because we've already been talking about the king. Oh, my God. Let me go get the lotion. (laughs) Elvis is dead. We haven't mentioned him once. (laughs) All right. So, I just want everybody to be on notice because this is very important. I need, if you are a sports fan, you are about to witness not only history, but it will not be done again. There is nobody, you need to just like listen to me. There's nobody else in the NBA who will ever do this right now. And I don't think we'll ever do it again. Okay. LeBron is about to take the scoring title from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it is going to be the single most impressive, you know, record taken. So, everybody just needs to watch this. If, If they don't give... LeBron, the same attention they gave Judge, where they were interrupt, uh, interrupting my college football on a Saturday to half-screen Judge strike out, I will be upset. Because this is more impressive than that. This is here to shut up every MJ lover and every Braun hater. This gives him the GOAT status without any argument. He will be the leader in points, and he's not even a score. He's never been a score on any of his teams, maybe as his first stint with Cleveland. He will be top five in assists in his career. I mean, I don't even know what to say. It, it, it just ends the GOAT debate. LeBron will be the best player to ever play. If And let me say something else. For you old heads, if you just don't like LeBron because you have been told and think that he just flops and nobody else flops, whatever, get over yourself. If you don't like LeBron and his off-the-court stance on whether it be China, political, whatever, get over yourself. We are talking about basketball only. He is the greatest basketball player to ever live. End of story. End of story. But Michael... Went six for six in the playoffs. Six and oh. Yeah, he did. Beat them plumbers, boy. See, that's the issue with this. It's never going to end the debate. Like it never will. No, it won't. But I'm just telling you. Now, I will say this. It will eventually. Because everybody that watched Michael is going to die eventually. <laughs> I'm just telling you. That's going to happen. There's yeah, going to be a time. people walking around saying Bill Russell was the best basketball player ever. <laughs> so, like, there's going to be a time where nobody on earth has seen Michael Jordan play. Just clips. Yeah. And and the dan- and the dance. Yeah, the last dance. Last dance. So there's it will end eventually. But as long as those old guys are alive, the debate will never end. They 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 look at it as a mentality standpoint and what he how he approached the game and stuff, and nobody's arguing LeBron's better at that. But when you look at every aspect of the game, LeBron is just 
you know, he's head over heel. He's head over shoulders in every category except dreams, if that's what you want to go. But I mean, with, he's got four of those. Is that right? Yeah, he's got four. So he went to ten straight finals. What'd you say? Ten straight finals. One more time. <laughs> he led his ten team to ten straight finals. Okay, I didn't see Michael do that. Well. Did you? That's because Michael could not win until Scotty got there in Dennis Rodman. Here we go. Here we go. That's a fact. That's what I wanted. That is a fact. (laughs) That's what I wanted. It's not. No, 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 no. That is not a debate. That's not a Marcus's opinion. Michael Jordan was in the league from 86 to 91 without winning anything until Scotty Pippen came. When Scotty got there and the big three got there, sure. You. I mean – you can argue it. But the bad boys, I mean, they were beating Jordan down. And until Jordan got help, he couldn't do it. So I don't know why the the narrative is. LeBron went ring chasing when he went to Miami, you remember? <laughs> ring chasing. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you on that at all. I completely agree with you. Well, but there's nothing to disagree with. <laughs> Again, that was I'm, like a literal fact. I'm dreading the hate mail I'm about to get sent to my email because you know those old people don't use no social media. It's going to come straight to my email address. Just, oh, I mean, hey, if any if anybody would like to debate, I'm open to it because when... That's here, Marcus Kilgore. It takes Marcus Kilgore. two weeks from today, LeBron should have the scoring title. So when do you think it'll be? I, my, my... Prediction? Would be... I think it's February 17th. I think you said 7th. No. 17th's a long way away. That's it was. No, 7th is right because it's before the Auburn-Alabama game. The, they play the Milwaukee Bucks in L.A. on the 7th of February. On ESPN. And it's like the 5th or 6th game out. He needs 117 points. It's February 9th. February 9th. Thursday. I'm telling you it could happen. And I will stay up. Oh, I will be up. We know you will. 9 p.m. tip-off. I will be up. If I have to take PTO Friday, Ricky will let me. (laughs) I would give anything. I will witness. I would give anything for him to need 32 and get like 30 or 31. (laughs) I would cry. That ain't going to happen, dog. You let LeBron need 30-something, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. They may lose by 40, but LeBron's getting those 33. Yeah, they'll get it to him. That's, what, Giannis, that's the way no, Kobe. No, 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 no. They wouldn't give it to him. Giannis would try to shut him down. No, no, no. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the, the Lakers teammates. would make oh, sure yeah. that he had the ball. Kind of like Kobe with his last game. You know, I mean, he goes off for 61. The single best performance I've ever seen with my own eyes. Yeah. Easy. What? Kobe? Kobe's, Kobe's last, last game. Last game putting up 61. But. He threw up 50 shots, too. Don't care about that. I know. I'm just saying that's the way this is going to be. Don't care about that. And they won. And they won. Shaq said go get 50. <laughs> he said, all right, bet. <laughs> about 60. <laughs> yeah, that was – I remember watching that. Somebody better put Paul Pierce on suicide watch when LeBron gets this. Paul Pierce can't handle LeBron being this good. <laughs> oh, well. So, uh, it's It's not great. Since he is currently getting beat thirteen to three with three minutes and fifty three seconds in the first half, it's twelve to three. Yeah, it's twelve to three. Those extra They're points aren't given. They are not a given. Okay, that's Dallas. Did I just jinx them on lot five? I hope. I hope we're, we're about gonna, to find we're, out. Yeah, we're going to stick around. I was ready to wrap up, but we're going to see if Marcus initiated <laughs> the freaking Travis Kelsey that wasn't even supposed to play. 
His back looked good to me. Let's see if Marcus initiated the uh, broadcaster jinx. Quinn. I want him to miss it so bad. Nope, right down the middle. That extra point does look so long. I know. I know. I love it, though. I yeah. think that was a very good rule change. It's definitely <clears> made it more interesting. All right, so as we're logging off, Kansas City has a 10-point lead. Philadelphia is already there. Uh, we will probably do our next pod, Super Bowl night. Is that? Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. a pregame and then watch the game go. Okay. So uh, we will probably talk to you all again in two weeks. And until then, we're you. Where are you? Where are you?